Okay, so I want to talk about um, the the process of scaling this little business that you and I are involved in. So um, we got we, we've been friends for a while, but you had the space to come on board and help um, grow what's going on at this company. What this summer? So it's six ish months or so. Yeah. Um, so let's. I wanted to talk for a little bit. Um, so we are privately held. It's all bootstrapped, so no outside money. And the goal here is scaling small businesses. Um, you obviously owned a bunch. We know each other for a long time. You've owned all kinds of different small businesses. Um, you decided to come in and help me scale uh, this thing that I've been up to for a few years. Um, and that was what, June, July? So about six months, give or yeah. take. Um, so I started the company was just billing my own hours, doubled revenue, doubled revenue, doubled revenue. Here we are. Um, there's this big monster. It's bigger than I can manage. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, we're privately held. So no outside money. We bootstrapped it. It's all our own money that's taken us this far. Um, and it's the two of us. We're starting to build out a team. But I wanted to kind of have the the dialogue that maybe nobody's having about scaling small bootstrap businesses. Now you've got uh, your fishing store, so you've been well. This is like the second version of that, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, so all your own cash, right? Uh, retail, which is a different animal altogether, right? Um, so what are what are some take like what are some of the things that you've learned? Between software industry, between what you're doing, you've you've done in your own small businesses, um, some of the, the the organizations we've been a part of together before this, and then now that we're building this team, like what do you, what do you think? What are the things that nobody's talking about? Because I hear a lot. There's a lot of content out there about um, you know scaling a business to seven digits and uh, content marketing hacks and all kinds of like, that's not our game. It's service-based businesses. Your, your fish store. I mean, it's retail. Like yeah. it doesn't get any more brick and mortar or main street America than that. So what are the, um, what are the things nobody's talking about with scaling? I'm curious your, what your perspective is. Um, I almost feel like that's a, a, not necessarily a loaded question, but it's a, there's a lot of answers to that. Yeah, there's sure. a lot of variables and we can talk about what's happened the last few years with, you know, the pandemic and where we're at now that it's pretty much kind of changed the world in a way. Yeah, you sure. Know, for sure. Yeah. And then what it was previously. Uh, so there's a lot of variables that go into how you're going to scale your business. And there's no like, I wish there was an answer that we yeah, could just I sit here. The, if, if it was easy, book, everybody yeah, be doing right. it, right? Um, so I look at it as you've got to understand, first off, you've got to have support. Right, you know, and um, I can remember where uh, back in the extreme days, you know, we had a software that was almost selling itself. Like it's it was that it's good. a huge yeah. advantage, right? Yeah. Because it's that good. But at the same time, you can't just keep growing just on on your own right. sales. You know, you need to to have partners, right? Channel partners, right? You know, you need to diversify into that. Uh, how do you work with the 
big financial companies of the world and the big service companies of the world to get in there. And then you got to partner with that to be able to support them. And so like basically don't rest on your laurels just because that, yeah, you have a great product and it's selling itself. That's not, that's not good enough. Well, it isn't. I mean, you got support, you got a lot of things that go around your product, right? you know, and we, we found that out. Um, so I think if you use, (laughs) I think if you use, the brick and mortar business, the retail, uh, you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to fail. Yeah, because I, I mean, you I have mean like- yeah, I have a great store, and and there's many things, but there's things that uh, you know that have come up in the last five or six years that you know we we opened up a new store uh, regionally about an hour and a half away. Uh, we thought based on our research and everything, it would be amazing based on the people that wanted to be there, asked to be there. But then when you open it, and they don't come as much as you thought they would. And you build a great store, and you have people that come in and say, "This is one of the best small shop stores you could find." But yet, you know, people didn't come in, and so eventually, so you, you pulled the plug, right? So eventually, yeah, I had to. So uh, what, what's that? What's that headspace like? Huh, I mean, you feel like you fail in a way, yeah. Okay, right. But there's learnings around it. Uh, there was learnings about um, key things that I need to order, what I need to keep on the wall, what I don't need to keep on the wall how many skews of different things I keep on the wall. What are people buying in my community versus some other community? And no, Do no, I want to ship no all over the, same, the U.S.? Yeah. No two are the same. Two, an hour half away, they sell completely different gear than I do. Hmm. Right? Hmm. And it's a regional thing. So it's like, so you're basically, that's interesting. So right? like refining your product mix, but there came a point where you had to say, like enough's enough, right? It's not, it's not viable or is it yeah. like we're going... I mean, it's We're a risk, right? You're or? always, it's just like in software, like you're launching new products. Does this SaaS product work? You know, we might launch it. It might go, you know, two or three years and be like, you know what? It didn't hit the market that we thought we would. But your next one, I mean, you take the Angry Birds example. Yeah, right. Angry Birds, right. that guy developed like three or four apps, is my understanding, and failed on all of them. Hmm. And then all of a sudden he builds one and what happens? Yeah, blows up. Yeah. It explodes. Yeah. You know, and now there's movies and all kinds of stuff. So, you really don't know, you know, what exactly what the market, but I will say this you've got to have support. My store would not be there if it wasn't for my customers and the support right. that I have to drive and say, I can't listen to everything. So right. if there's right. a new product out that I haven't heard yet and it's hitting the street, maybe I should carry it. Yep. You know, and I'd be the one of the f- first people to have it. So it is a game, it's always a game. Yeah, and it's it's an interesting game because it it feels like sometimes like losing is part of the process. Like you almost have to lose this round in order to. Um, you're going to lose rounds. Well, I don't like that, but I know yeah, you don't. You're, but you're going to. You've lost rounds. Sure. Yeah. It's not fun. No, but you. But the learning that you gain from the round that you lose pays forward like exponentially. Yeah. Um, if you're not, if you are not failing at certain things. They're not being progressive enough. That's a good one. You think uh, you think you should fail early? I think you should not fail try often, to fail. Fail early? No, I've heard that. Why, well, I mean, do you really plan on? I mean, come on. No, you don't really. Let's plan be to honest, fail. right? Yeah. Nobody hey, wants hey, to fail. By the way, I'm going to fail my company early, so it really makes money later on. Like yeah. nobody says that. I mean, it sounds that. great. I'm sure it, it it trends on Instagram, but it let's doesn't, be honest. Yeah. You know, and any business owner says, "I want my company to fail early on purpose." Like that's ridiculous, right? Everybody you know? wants and maybe to win. and maybe they have. And listen, people are way smarter than I am. I can tell yeah. you a hundred percent. And I'm not anything. I'm not saying I know it, but I will say this: I don't want my company to fail. But I've gone through things 
You know, I've been there. I've been there going, can I make payroll? Yeah. You know, am yeah. I going to make payroll next week? I've been there. So how do you, I know for me, like reconciling the, man, if we don't, like we're two deals away from not making payroll yeah. or we're one deal away from not making payroll or I'm one non-paying client away from not making payroll. Like how, um, and the cycles and in, in what we're doing together with Spark are a little different maybe than other industries, but um, how do you, like, how do you make your peace at night that you can sleep? I don't I mean, always. Yeah. See, say, same thing. Okay. I mean, it's just, it goes it with the territory, right? But here's what I will tell you. And you'll love this. You got to get out of your own way or yeah, it won't that's happen. True. Okay. So I try and to, is that, and that's, I, that's back listen, on the support thing. Right? I try to run my shop. I'm not there every day. I work here. This right. is where I love to be. Right. You know, I love doing events. I love, you know, going out and us doing amazing lighting for theme parks and amusement areas all over the country. And, uh, you know, and you lead that part up and I lead the event part up and I love going to do all that stuff. And that's my, that's where my, you know, that's where I love, but I'm not in that store every day. So why is it fair for me to walk in that store and then bust everybody because they decided to move retail around? Mm. I've got to get out of my way. I'm not the one in there every day anymore. Now, if I was in there every day and I knew where people walked to the right or people walked over here and I did that. But do you, do you wonder different. if you were in there every day, if it would you would kind of get neurotic about the detail? Here's what I'll tell I you. Mean, the separation to me seems somewhat appealing. It's really, it's really a tough topic for me because most owners of companies are in there every day. Right. And well, I'm not yeah. in there every day. And it's a little bit different model because I'm not there every day. So I have people that care about the company that are in there every day. And so I have to respect their decision on, hey, we should do this. And instead, me coming in now, cleaning, simple things like whatever, fine. But at the end of the day, I have to get out of my own way, and I can't control it all. And I'm bad for that. Yeah, and And I, I, I and you're bad for that. I mean, I think all of us that like, if if you own something and you're invested in it, and you, you know, it's the baby, baby. you kind of, it's. It's almost in pot. Like I can't not care about it. I can't. I can't turn that off. But right. figuring out, figuring out how to. And I'm, you know, I'm as you very well know, I'm still in that process. But getting being involved, but staying out of the way of progress is a really like it's a discipline. Like it's not. It doesn't come naturally. It's not easy. It's like yeah. it's not even practice. It's almost like force. So how many Spart projects? Have you been on where you weren't leading out the entire project? Mm. Um, none. Although that's going to change. True. It already changed. It's it oh, just wait. changed last yeah. week. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So we just we just picked number one. Now, there you go. That's correct. Yeah. Interesting. And on the plane ride home, you said this felt really weird. Oh my gosh, it was so bizarre. There was this client, your client, who was raging about the brand, repeating, like regurgitating our values and our mission statement. And I had absolutely nothing to do with that client falling in love. And that was, it was like an out of body experience. And I initially, like, it, it is the goal. Like, it's what we want to have happen. And I recognize, like, that's, that's where we want to see the business go. Um, but it felt completely foreign. Like I, I, I don't. At first, I would describe it like I don't. Re- I didn't really like it. Um, it almost felt like I did something wrong, which is really bizarre because that psychology is not 
Like the psycho- the psychology I would expect is like, oh, let's throw a party like we won. Uh, but it felt really weird. It was like somebody took my kid and was walking him across the street. And yeah. I like, I trust you. It wasn't that. It's just I didn't like the fact that my little baby was growing up. Yeah. It's different. It's good, right? It's where you want to yeah. be. Um, Hence why I say you got to get out of your own way. So another yeah. thing you said to me, which I think is worth, worthy of conversation, um, I was in one of those entrepreneurial uh, cash flow panics, which, I mean, that's kind of like a once a month thing, right? Same thing sure. for you, I'm sure. Um, and you said, yeah, you, you don't get to talk about revenue anymore. Everybody's worried about revenue. Like that can no longer be the in the, hey, let's have our huddle and talk about what we need to focus on this week. It's a given. Everybody worries about revenue. So you've got to move on down the list to like something else. And I think we landed on sales activity or something. I mean, it was still affiliated with revenue, but that focus I thought was really good. Yeah, I think that uh, what happens is is that we consistently, I mean, that's what keeps you up at night as a business owner. Right. You know, um, where's where's your next dollar coming from? Right. You know, uh, like I said, my friend of mine just created his LLC, is moving on as an amazing trade person, and he's um, started, and he's like, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to fall flat on my face or not, you know, and he's getting ready to experience all that. Now, it might grow and be amazing. I'm not right. saying that right. there's things that don't, that don't happen. But, but that, that's the roller coaster. That's the ride that you're preparing for, and it's not always, um, you just don't know until you do it. You know, and then then you realize this is the pressure I have is responsibility now. And then for you, here's a good example. You've only had to worry about yourself. Now you're responsible for somebody else. And in fact, now I'm responsible for somebody on the team. Right. And so now that we're growing, I'm responsible for those people. So I got to make sure that we, you know, are getting revenue dollars in so that I can pay them and keep them. Well, and it, it just feels like it's such a different motion like that. Um, this is the first time where I've made the shift from, I've done lots of different things where it's been me. Um, but this is the first time I've really had an, had a winning idea and it's been a transition from just my thing to something that requires other people and building a team. And I guess in my head, I thought that transition would, was, was like a 10% transition and it's like it's 180 degrees to mix metaphors. But the the motion of the things that I did to be successful when it was my own deal and I was the captain of my own ship and you know what if I didn't if I didn't make the revenue I thought I, it only is really going to affect me. The motion of bringing other people into the mix and like you know easy thing I keep overscheduling my day. Because I think like, oh, I can schedule my day like I'm the only person in the company. And there's so much communication and interaction. And I I don't ever get to the things on my to-do list, the the pragmatic kind of things. Because I I spend so much more of my day running a team or running the organization or communicating or working with you or we're solving a problem. And I didn't have that before because I solved every problem. It was all in my head. I had all of those right. those meetings, you know, in between, uh, you know, coffee breaks or whatever. So it's it's weird that that motion is so. And maybe for you, it's not as foreign, but for me, it felt really jarring. And I think I'm kind of warming up to that now. Well, I mean, you look at 
So you take this experience, right, from last week. <coughs> you say it was kind of out of body. You're looking. You're like, you didn't really like it because somebody else had your baby moving along. Right. You know? Um, but then I, I remember you coming to the office a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were doing something. We were working on a project, and uh, we were finalizing uh, the delivery of a project that we got coming up in a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, all the lodging – all the contractors, everything was done. It was all built out. It was all paid for. We had everything organized. Yeah, I, I didn't lift a finger. All that was done. Yeah. This last project last week, you did some of the design set work and all that. But other than that, you weren't you weren't on, involved as much. And so, and look, raving about last week, that's all done. So there are wins because you come along and you'd be like, how awesome is this? Like, I didn't have to do any of this this time. So you're no, going to feel good about some things. Right. Some things you'll be like, ooh, that, that's pulling on me a little bit in the wrong place, it's, you it's know? It's just so weird. I, nobody ever told me, <laughs> well, there's no book, but no, like, you know, the essential MBA book or whatever. Nothing that I've read, nobody that I follow, nobody that I listen to. And I try to be like a student of this kind of small business, like rapid growth thing. Um, nobody really said that it was going to feel like this. It was going to be like there, it was visceral that in the one case, like I wasn't, I wasn't in charge of the client relationship and it went great, but it felt like, wait, I'm, I'm like that. But it didn't feel wrong. It didn't feel wrong. It just felt like I wasn't okay with it. But then on the other side of things, when, when our team was putting together this project and assembling all the pieces and yeah, I was like bouncing between, writing a couple emails and I walked out of the office. It's like, man, there's, there's this machine and it's like churning while I'm getting the other things that I need to get done. That was a really, like, that was a very empowering feeling. The, the sales motion thing, it didn't feel defeatist. It just was, it was jarring. And it, and it's so, I, I guess I'm, I'm surprised at how emotional some of, some of this is. And, and like nobody prepares you for, um, cool, build your own thing, and what you know, there's an opportunity to scale and grow that to something much larger. Well, that's the dream, like that's that's right. great, but that process is going to be at times like abrasive, and it will make you wish you could have the old company back. Right, and I think that's why businesses evolve, like in the in the books and the things that you can read. Like there's crossing the chasm, taking like you know your job without falling in the pit and going to the other side, and there's there's taking startups from a million dollar company to a ten million dollar company. There are certain steps, you know, yeah, and, and you, there's you, things that all happen there, right? You, However, in the grand scheme of things, today's world right, is not twenty years ago. Sure, social media, right, a video production, what we're doing now, right, wasn't happening twenty years ago as a radio show. You know, and things are are evolving, and now how we market, how do we get our name, how the how to get out there and do things has has changed completely. And you don't know, you know. I mean, we've got people that are making millions by being TikTok stars, sure, and social media stars. You know that we didn't even think about, and we may have thought about it, but we didn't do it. Yeah, the like mini producer, you know? the mini content person, these is Twitch like streamers, category. all yeah, these right. guys, man are doing this amazing work and they're really not doing, they're doing it from home. Sure. You know, and now I'm not saying they don't work hard because they, they work really hard and there's different but the, but the content. They're content creators. The infrastructure required is so different. 
very different than what so, we ever thought. One another thing you said to me that kind of comes to mind. Um, you know, there there are, there are some people who are built to grow a company from nothing to something, and there's some people that are really good at that, like one to ten million or That's one right. to five million. And and even in a you know, there was an organization we were both a part of a while ago, and it, it's interesting to see. I think we both made a contribution there that was valuable, but we were not the guys, you know, that, that organization's in a much different place now. We were not the guys or we were not suited. Our personality, our bent, whatever was not suited to take that organization from like 10 to 15. We were the, we were the three to seven guys. Yeah. Um, and it, it's interesting that this, the, you want to think that that's all the same set of skills, but those skills are so diverse that there are certain people that are really good with a particular part of that play and others that aren't. That's right. Um, well, we'll wrap it up, but I think I'm hopeful that we can uh, every so often come back and revisit some of these things that we're kind of like in the process of experiencing them in the growth of this organization. We can come back and talk about it. Um, you know, the, the hope and the goal is there's some other people who are in a similar spot and we'll just, we'll, we'll be able to like pull back the curtain and see that scaling a bootstrapped, like your own money business from zero people to whatever we become one day, uh, is actually a fairly challenging process. We can kind of like check in on what that, what those, uh, feelings and, and conclusions are. Well, it's interesting you say feeling because, you know, um, if you look at the game of golf, there are mechanical players. The modern game is very mechanical. If you notice a lot of these guys, which you may not, okay, you yourself, okay, not, but not, not the golf official. The new the sure. new swing is very modern, and it's a different swing. And the new modern swing is so mechanical. This is why they're hitting the ball so far. They're dialing in even faster. However, but the game around the greens necessarily is more of a feel play, hmm. and so. Um, they're struggling sometimes within a certain yard range because it's not so mechanical. You got to kind of feel that shot. And so where a lot of us growing up were more field players, it translates into the business as taking this business is not mechanical. I can't say, here's if you go do these 10 things, this business is going to thrive. You have to do marketing. You have to go spend money on this. You have to go. Sure. Do this. I mean, we know we need to bring money in the door, but there's, what you're what you're saying is there's an intuition. There has to be, and if it feels wrong, it probably is. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying what you felt last week is wrong. You're saying it's not wrong. It just felt different because you've been it's, in it that feels position. Like, yeah, it feels it like it's growing thing. pains. Yeah, it's a right. growing pain. But if it feels wrong, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Right. So. What we're doing right now feels really good. And we're doing some really amazing things with this team, uh, with the team we have here, with our team that's outsourced, you know, and we're excited about it, and especially around events. Yeah. And so I think uh, that comes into a more emotional tie and a feeling, and you have to be invested, and we're invested in this company and where we're mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. so. That's great. Okay, so we're going to do this again. We're going to try to – periodically come back in here, chat a little bit about the things that we're experiencing. So right now we'll just do a quick snapshot. We are, uh, we're beginning 2022. We're standing at, uh, officially three full timers and what, uh, let's see three part. Well, three 
fractional or slightly less than full timers. Well, let's 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 wrap it up here, and we'll talk about that on the next one. <sighs> that's oh, I like that's a segue, and I like that. Okay, awesome. So let's wrap it up here, and we'll talk about that on the next podcast because we've got some things in the pipeline that might change that dynamic very quickly. That's very cool. Awesome. All right.